All right, so welcome again to another podcast of Hunting Under Heaven. I'm James Schultz, your host. <clears throat> Today we want to continue with our thought process on the fourth uh, part of this series um, on the mentally deranged uh, that have been allowed into the heads of government, um, political power structures, uh, churches, uh, schools, and the leadership in from every level, from county level all the way to the federal level. And around the, around the world, we see this as a, a really, really bad problem. Uh, and it's, it, it's desire, uh, we have to really look at this desire to um, continually corral people into this herd mentality to remove uh, freedom of thinking, freedom of choice, freedom of, of religion, freedom of um, uh, finances, freedom of uh, travel. And this the system that we're seeing unfold before us I, I call it the system of control and the systematic breakdown of, of truth and of voice to censorship of free thinking voices and to create a um, kind of a basket case mentality of herds and uh, groups of people that uh, can't operate without each other. Like they actually... Uh, I understand team playing. I do get that, that to, to make a great team and to work cohesively as a unit. I'm not knocking that. I understand the, the military um, team players and their brotherhood and how to operate as a unit. Uh, I always used to say that a, a good pack of dogs, when they ran a bear or they ran a mountain lion, when I grew up, a really good pack of dogs, you could kind of throw a blanket over them. They were so tight knit and they worked so good. There was lead dogs, there was strike dogs, there was dogs that were good bay dogs, there was tree, good tree dogs, there was there's different varieties in this pack and they when they worked together, they worked super efficiently. And I, I understand that concept uh, yet. And as a nation, if we're not cohesive and we are not unified and we're not, um, uh, have a, if we don't have a great understanding of what that means, then we are weak. We're uh, broken up, we're divided and we're absolutely laying ourselves on the line and anybody can railroad right over the top of us. So at Hunting Under Heaven, today, this this uh, position that we are in, uh, trying to bear truth, trying to bear love, trying to bear righteousness before you as a torch, the faith of God's elect, the faith uh, and the purpose of God to uh, continue to bring about uh, change uh, on every level, grassroots to the top. So we have to take the control and the reins rather than letting and allowing by our doing nothing, uh, by not even speaking about it and not standing up. You know why most people don't stand up anymore? It's because they're on the take. Their job, their things, their stuff is all on the take and they can be controlled by that. So um, we have to understand that there are those that are never going to change, but those of us that have made that decision to lose everything, uh, to persevere through this, well, we have to take control and take the control away from the fake demon, uh, demonic, the demoniacs in the media. And uh, <clears throat> we have to take it from them because if we continue allowing what's going on, uh, all they're going to do is keep on feeding the bottle of lies, uh, breaking down the lives that, of our children by fabrication and fake. And they're going to uh, continue to desensitize us from truth. And they'll continue to show lie uh, and perpetrate that with more conversation pieces in their podiums, their platforms, their pulpits, their podcasting, and literally keep on desensitizing humanity from truth. 
uh, you show that lie and you show it again and pretty much you show it all the time and pretty much everybody will believe it. And you can create a, a lie that is an illusion uh, of a lie and people love that even more. So we're seeing it everywhere today and we're seeing uh, these individuals on the streets that are uh, acting out what the mainstream media wants them to uh, portray. So... This is the control we've allowed to be taken from our lives. And we've believed the imagery box for too long. And it's brought us to our knees. It's brought us to a crossroads. So uh, the those that stand in the pulpit, those that are preachers of righteousness, it's your job and it's your business to return your congregations back to the truth of God's word rather than uh, a dead uh, religious understanding and ritualism. <clears throat> Finally, you know, you look at America at what she used to be and what she is now. Well, we're seeing a, a major, major uh, manifestation of the condition from the foundation up of, of unrighteousness. So <clears throat> the question that I would leave on this right now is uh, the obedience factor. Uh, what is it? What would you, and this is a question may, I would ask you is what would you say uh, it would would be uh, of the ma the masses are believing and obedient to the voice of of uh, the government and the dead frequency of men or to the voice of God. That's a good question for you. So, uh, without you even knowing this, um, a lot of people don't even want to consider it because of their uh, cognitive dissidence. They don't want to be told truth, and if they're told it, they reject it and go run off in the rooms with their ears plugged. Um, but without you even knowing it, mul multitudes have drunk the wine of the fornication of the wrath of uh, the false system of Babylon, the darkness uh, uh, of wickedness that has influenced them into a of obedience to a dead frequency. And when I say that, a dead uh, voice that speaks through uh, media and through pulpits and through sound waves that without them thinking really anything, their whole life's been conditioned for that uh, 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 understanding. Uh, they, they, it's, it's as if the, the system that we've fallen down to was created from birth on. And without e people even knowing it, that's the system they've drank, and they drank it to the full. And I call it the Babylonian system. I call it the uh, doctrines of the dead and the schools of the dead. Uh, from their their schools or movies and I, I mentioned this earlier the television so much more areas you don't even uh, question anymore uh, uh, we realize and I want people to realize that the mass media was causing you to question nothing did, did, have you ever thought about that you know these schools all oh, question everything question everything uh, have an open mind to this have a well the that's that's something that is really a false narrative because if you start questioning their uh, perspective and line that up with the word of God, oh my goodness, you are going to get in trouble. I remember in college, I had a, a English teacher that wanted us to do a study on all the lifestyles of the homosexual in my English class, and I rejected it and wouldn't do it. And he asked me, that then if you're not going to uh, do that, if you don't want to give a report on this subject we're talking about, because they wanted a bunch of uh, gay people to come in and sit on stools and give a a uh, discourse on their lifestyle 
And I said, no. So I got up and he goes, you can leave this class. I said, fine. He goes, and if anybody else is going to disagree with this, what we're doing, you can leave too. And one other older woman got up and walked out. And for that, I was reprimanded, um, really a bad grade in that class, uh, especially because I, I did a subject matter, uh, one of my papers that really did when it uh, contrast in contrast to him and he just completely rejected it. So I didn't do so good in that class and nevertheless uh, found out later in life that all those things are, are um, manipulation curves that uh, help people either submit to wickedness or we walk from it. And I thank God that he had given me the, uh, the courage to, to straight up walk from that regardless of what grade I got. So these are things that uh, without us even comprehending it, we were made subject to and we were caused to bow to. Um, and so many other areas now we gladly, it's just level after level, they get you ready to bow to more and more dark secrets and more and more idolatry and more wickedness and tolerate more and more sin. That's just the way the wicked one operates to uh, start, say if you had a thousand years to do it and you took a particle of sand out of the foundation that was strong, in a thousand years, one particle of sand every hour, you wouldn't have much left. And that's what the wicked one, in, in the process of time, he's, he's done. Uh, you, you didn't even question this or realize that the media uh, machine was causing you to question nothing. And uh, and I say that in doing this in a gluttonous state of addiction, uh, you would rather, this is what the choice was, to be entertained. Um, and you thought that the, in this entertainment industry, that oh man, it was just wonderful, but you paid for uh, and entertainment to strip you not only of morals and moral understandings, godliness, righteousness, truth, that uh, you paid for an entertainment masked as wonderful entertainment into a derangement of godliness and a derangement of a godly mind. Uh, you thought that an hour or two a week at church um, would help uh, counterbalance the 20, 30 hours of milk sauce, uh, uh, carnal teaching, everywhere else so it didn't it didn't work out and it's not working out very well uh, the balance has to be 99.9 um, 100 percent .9, of the lord and nothing of this wicked system because we're seeing the load of it being taken to the dump so what it is it's it's addiction to sorcery and it's uh, eating things sacrificed to idols and it's committing fornication um, with spiritual fornication by adhering to the false teachings of religious um, uh, Pharisees and hypocrites, and then going along with their narrative to the political hypocrites and the political uh, schemings uh, to bow before their system, and I call it the Babylonian system, uh, the mixed multitude of carnality. I, I, had you ever even thought about this, or you even questioned that everything that we've done in the system has been a systematic way of deranging the mind the foods we eat, the air we breathe, the water we drink, the frequencies we listen to, the religious uh, institutions that are before us, the political uh, schemings, the media, all these things uh, have had a systematic attack on the frame of mind of godliness and its influence over us. And then we do understand that that attack is against God's word. And you never really, this is what I would say to most, you never really questioned it because you never really even thought that there might be a chance that there were people or entities uh, that were for the destruction of humanity. So the modern man, uh, I'm sorry, has been controlled by this sickness from birth. We can't even realize that uh, 
our reasonings are corrupt because it is void, and this is what it is, void of truth that comes from God's holy word. We heard it in little broken segments, but we never read it in fullness. And I would challenge people today everywhere, Christians everywhere, men of God and women everywhere, read at least the word of God one time before you meet the Lord. Just once from beginning to end, read the Bible from page cover to cover before the Most High. Because the truth of the Lord is a completion of a, of a, a work from years past to present. Uh, that's his story, the history of God. Uh, God's holy word applied unto you in our heart uh, comes by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that is what a lot of people are missing. They have it in an intellectual way and not through the spirit of repentance to God and the acknowledgement uh, that we are sinners and the need of the resurrection from the dead. We need the resurrected Savior, not some dead idol, some dead God that hath no hands, hath no ears, hath no eyes to see, hear, smell, and he's just an inanimate object. We're talking about the living and true God. Uh, um, so uh, this is a masterful attempt by the wicked one, by Lucifer himself, to uh, deceive the masses in this world. And that's why I've said in the past, the greatest age of deception right now is one of the greatest I've ever seen uh, and, and how masterful it is to just use a media box to get people to do things. And we're seeing that they obey, obey and follow that uh, word. Uh, when the great herald cried in the days of Nebuchadnezzar uh, to bow before the image that he had made, all the people listened to the music and he said, at what time you hear it, bow. And they did, except there were three uh, young men that didn't and they were cast in the fiery furnace. And that's what the wicked one always sets up on the other side of if you don't obey, there's always a fiery furnace or always something bad for you. But the media today keeps vomiting out uh, what most of humanity, and this is sad, some may say, I don't agree with this, James. Well, all right. Uh, but it's sad that most humanity uh, love to lap up the vomit of lies. Why is it that you like to lap up the doctrines of evolution and lap up the vomit of Darwin and lap up the vomit of, of, of uh, atheism and lap up the vomit of carnal religion and lap up media lies and politics and lap up the sorcery of Hollywood schemes and lap up all the dead system of pharmaceutically backed companies and lap up finances that do nothing but uh, are a war against the soul and lap up all this garbage and like a dog returns to its vomit and a pig to its wallowing in the mire. This is what Americans are doing. Why the Bible says, taste and see if the Lord Jesus Christ is grace, great, gracious. There's plenteous of mercy. He's plenteous of grace. He has plenty of justice and plenty of love. And why is it that you continue to run to the the whoremongering dogs of religion and dogs of politics and lap at, up the vomit and the cankers, sores and the maggots of the bowls and spoonfuls of lies that they give you? Why do you keep doing that? Don't you, what if I told you there was honey, beautiful honey from a rock that was pure and sanctified? Would you not eat of that? What if I told you that the honey out of the flinty rock, that adamant stone, that pillar of righteousness of Christ was sufficient? What if I told you instead of the cesspools and sewage systems of man's water supply, what if I told you that there was a, a stream coming from the throne of God that was called the water of life? that never ends. And that if you drank of that um, uh, fountain, you would never thirst again. 
What if I told you that there was a tree of righteousness and renown and a tree of life that if you ate of that fruit, you would live forever? That's Christ. Do you want the tree of fermentation and lies and die dead and deadness and sickness and drunkenness and carnality? Do you want that? Or do you want to come under the tree of life? Unto the, the elect plant of righteousness whose, whose leaves are for the healing of the nation, whose fruit is perfect and of life-giving, whose uh, roots are, are tapped into the water of life and out of him comes forth, uh, uh, out of his bellies comes forth a, a fountain of living waters. Why wouldn't you drink there? Why wouldn't you eat of that uh, table of that spread? But no, men today want to eat the vomit that wicked men vomit up. Um, and that's the reality. So if you could today, go back to the word of God and taste and see that the Lord Jesus Christ is gracious. I believe there is and that there is plenty of righteousness and mercy found in Christ Jesus. So if you can't see that the lying media and the lying politics starts fights with uh, races of people, well then wake up. Uh, you the, you hear you have, let's let's see on the other side you got the vomit of man and race wars and dissension and corruption and in Christ you have peace evermore. So what are we seeing today, uh, fellow Americans? What are we seeing? We're seeing uh, that the lying media starts fights with races of peoples and blames one another, one against another. Uh, sows discord among brethren and churches and family and neighbors and friends and cities and governments and loves to sit in that and wallow, foam out their shame and misery and wallow in the vomit of putrid hatred and war against one another. This is a political scheming, and in America right now, at it's at its best state. You can see it's altogether vanity. It's a political scheming of men and lies and their money grabbing and their covetous practices. See, they are in fact revealing that they are cursed children, that they are a seed of evildoers, that with covetous practices, they murder the innocent and thieve widows' houses. They steal their businesses. They steal their finances. They destroy their ways of living. This is what the wicked one, and I will say this, if you cannot discern that there are men like George Soros that I will name again that have spent their life's mission and work to destroy and see America in flames. You understand this? That they dump a blizzard campaign funds of millions all over the earth to cause disruption and chaos and warfare and murder. And they do this because they are of their father, the devil. He came to steal, kill, and destroy, and that's what they do. So uh, when the truth of God's word lies dead in the street, what do you have? You have murder and warfare. Uh, when you reject the light of Jesus Christ uh, from his pulpits and abroad and in the schools, then you have the light of the wicked one, which is ever is burnings and burnings of men, fires ki uh, kindled, flames to destroy people's lives. Uh, when you reject uh, the, the day spring on high and the fountain of living waters, then you have the flood of the ungodly come in. Uh, can you not take a minute, uh, children of men and women and the family of God and anybody within the hearing ear, can you not take a minute and reason this together with me? Right now, political agendas are at war. They're at war with you. It's not Democrat, Republican. It's not black and white, yellow, red. 
It has nothing to do with that. It's against humanity. The media is at work against humanity to cause slavery and control of all. And they will use black against white and white against black. They will pick every atrocity they can to disintegrate solidarity and unity. So, if you want freedoms removed and you want to follow the puppet masters and get their ideas stuck in your brain, keep watching the mainstream, lamestream um, media. You know, and if you actually see what the end result is, they, they've, they've basically shown us the filthy, spoiled, rotten little children, brats, little goats, knocking everything over. Um, and if you can see this and you can agree with me, okay. And if don't, okay. Um, if it doesn't work, then go to the next level. See, we're going to see that if this anarchy going on and burning of people's cities down doesn't work, another level is going to be brought in. And it's going to uh, be brought in in another way to through bribery and through blackmail to finally get their way. What way is it? Have you ever asked yourself, what way are they actually going for? Well, it's totalitarianism. See, there's all these isms, and I talked about it earlier, and I hope you can understand this kind of ism. Total control. Total domination. There are no human rights. There are, under this, there are no freedoms to humanity. There's no human justice, even though they say so. It is a complete... Um, incarceration of the human spirit. There's no uh, human love, health. There's no real true happiness under totalitarianism. There is no human that can express his God-given beauties and freedoms and innovations and mind um, through this. Those are destroyed. You take away initiative. See, to take away man's initiative to freely move about and have freedom of speech and choice and religion and understanding, you take this away and you've got a, a society of slaves outside of Christ and his unmatched love and mercy and grace that is sufficient for all sinners. Uh, there is no other life. It is not life. In fact, under man's, or I would say, uh, tyrannical government's uh, system, it's death. The devil can only kill, only steal, only destroy, only lie, only cheat, only persecute, only bear false witness over and over, only derail God's words. That's, all, that's what he does. And if you can see it for a minute with me, um, good, because uh, I believe God is for us and not against us. So he's always revealing these truths through his word. Uh, can you not see at this point the dark, wicked work going on? Uh, that that right now, uh, this should be coming uh, very clear to humanity. A side of dark, wicked haters, full of destruction and misery, that, that's in their pathway, lying and thieving and destroying everything that they come to. This is a picture of the lawless ones. You know, the lawless ones were the fallen angels of old that had a controversy with God's law. And they have uh, continued to show the lawless um, discord of rejecting everything good. Well, uh, look at what the haters uh, are doing today. 
Look at look at what's going on. The injustice is everywhere. We must not join forces with their evil works. People, we cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Christ and Belial do not mix. Um, goodness is, and righteousness cannot exist in the same. We don't do this. Where does it come from? Where does righteousness come? It comes from Christ. We have a line drawn right now where we're seeing darkness, wickedness, and evil, and righteousness being showed forth. Uh, can you see this? Am I the only one? Uh, rights, freedoms come from the Lord. The system that God has put upon the hearts of people uh, through his righteousness, uh, this is ours by his grace. Can you not see that the sacrificing of people uh, is no problem from them? From their side, there's no problem to sacrifice people, to, to pay people to go do bad things, and then they get in jail or they get killed or they get shot. That means nothing, nothing to them. Uh, look at the, the, the same level uh, that we're put on with animals. The, humanity, in a, in a way, is put on the same level with animals or even beneath them. That's what the wicked one wants. He wants humanity to be on the bottom level, animals over the top. Uh, he wants to corrupt all flesh and to remove the image of God. Um, this, this is very scary to see what false science has done by creating man as a beast and showing man coming from an ape because it defies that man was made after the image of God. And see how heinous that is? Uh, they cry, public safety! And then they're like, no, we forget to tell you that you're like a goat. You're like a donkey. You're like a pig to us. Uh, that's not what we actually want. We actually want um, to murder babies and in time corral you and get rid of any free thinking. This is the truth of what they actually cry. Public safety is just a word that they use uh, to control the masses and their lives. While they tell you peace and safety in one ear... What are they doing? Bloodshed, murder, chaos in the other ear. Killing humanity for the great society of global community is easy. And this has been proven over and over. They don't care because the wicked one doesn't care. They're of their father, the devil. This is what even Jesus said. You're of your father, the devil. Hypocrisy always prevails in their religion. And I'm going to tell you the bottom line of isms. And this is what it is. It is Luciferianism. The very, the very bottom line idea of what is going on in all the levels of government falling down to the dead frequency is actually the worship of Lucifer. So of all religions, Luciferianism is to be worshipped by the world masters and they're trying to bring all humanity into that corridor, into that canon so that they can be used as fodder for luciferianism which all he can do is kill steal and destroy he kills life he he steals truth freedom and health and he destroys everything that god made you see god made all things upright and good and beautiful and he hates it can you not see it by now that the ultimate goal of Luciferianism and his doctrine is against the word of God? Why did why was it so important to read Jesus on the mount when he fought against him after 40 days and 40 nights uh, um, and was tempted of the devil and he defeated him always by it is written. The word of God says it is written. 
So the wicked one's goal is to dethrone God, be as God, remove his word, remove his people, remove any semblance of God. I want you to understand this, that before the flood, God looked down and saw that all flesh had corrupted its ways. Everything was defiled. Eugenics program 101 being taught by Luciferianism of old was being done to humanity and all flesh had corrupted its ways. And don't get me started. I think there was a mixturing of gene pools and kinds and things that were going on so disgustingly that God said it's all, it needs to be destroyed. So the flood came. Yes, the Antichrist is to deny that Jesus is the Christ. He that denieth both the Father and, and, and Son is the spirit of Antichrist, hath the spirit. So to remove God's word and to replace it with science, so-called, of man, is, a, is the new religion of today. And Paul called that a science falsely so-called. He, he spoke that to Timothy. He said it's a science falsely so-called. So uh, and why was it false science? Because it rejects true science. True science is theory based upon fact. Well, there's only one fact, God. In the beginning, God created. Not, not anything more than that. You, you, that is fact. And to remove that is to deny, to deny God, and thus you create from that point on. That's why I consider all the evolution theorists in the world is false science, because it removes God the creator. Uh, they believe that the human eye evolved out of some uh, amoeba. The human eye. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Thus, when false science becomes uh, lord of the land, it brings in its wife. Uh, and this is what I'm going to say. <laughs> if false science, being the father, um, brings in a wife through an unholy marriage of sorts, this is a little symbolism. Uh, she is called materialism. <laughs> and that's where it brings in uh, their offspring or their children um, are the spoiled, rotten, social misfits, atheistic reprobates from truth and holiness that create the great society of Luciferianism. Because once you remove God's word, you remove God's authority, you remove God's saving grace, you remove God's love, you remove God's um, uh, beauty and decency of humanity and the nobility of humanity and the image of God. You remove everything beautiful. You make it a stench and a stink and a cesspool pit of idolatry. You make man coming from an ape or a pig or a vomitous mass. And that is what Lucifer would love humanity to be told. But I'm going to tell you this right now. You were created special. Every one of you were created by a magnificent creator as special. Man was made in the image of God. Male and female created he them to give glory to God. And so I would reverse it and say, you, I don't care what you're going through. I reject atheism. I reject evolutionism and Darwinism. I reject it all. I reject their uh, ideology of false science and materialism that brings forth children that are spoiled, rotten brats with no fear of God before their eyes. And they love and worship themselves and finally give their entire lives over to Luciferian worship, self-worship, self-idolizing, self-corrupted, self-materialistic, 
zombies with no frame of mind to serve and, and praise the true and living God. See, you have to understand this is in stark contrast to the children of God. The manifestation of the children of disobedience is what you are seeing. Raging, killing, murdering, burning. That is their light. That is their power. That is their strength and how weak it is. The children of God throughout time make true godliness and his righteousness beautiful. That's what they do. They show it as beautiful. Children of God throughout time always are showing, in spite of persecution, the beauty of God's grace. But you know what the wicked one and their children do through Luciferian worship, through self-idolization, through materialism, through covetous practices, and through false science, so, uh, falsely so-called, they make through their doctrine, Christianity unpopular. Do you know that persecution and bloodshed against the saints of God always caused the church to grow? And the wicked one over the course of time knew that to kill all these people and all this stuff didn't really do anything but hurt it, hurt the cause of him because all that happened was the church grew and boundless grew and grew and grew through persecution and fire and flame. And so they have revisited another tactic in their war against the children of God. And through materialism, through false science, through false teaching, through the indoctrinations of dead school systems and pharmaceutical addictions and psychological impairment of the mind and words uh, that sound good but lead astray, they make the godliness and righteousness of Christ look unpopular by satiating the mind with the popular immorality of Hollywood. This is a result that uh, this is a result of a society today what we're seeing of a society that should have been led by the Christian church and the preachers of righteousness but they gave um, their strength over to whoredoms of state authority and thus uh, every Christian church brought in their homes all sorts of Tel Aviv vision uh, false vision and allowed the reconnaissance work of, of uh, subversion to come their, into their homes. And so that each child, each man, each woman in America became subservient to idols and self-worship and gluttony and false science and indulgences, and they became lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. See, for me as a, a man of God before the Most High to speak these things is going to maybe get me in trouble and could be, get me killed. But the Lord teaches us, fear not him that can kill the body, and but fear him that can kill both body and soul and cast them into hell. So and that's not my concern because uh, America and, and the people of the world around us, we were already preconditioned to be social distanced by our cell phones. We were already preconditioned to social, social distance in our little um, frat groups and clubs throughout school and high school and our little cliques you see and our little churches and we became canning jar christians where we were all banging around like glass jars with our lids sealed tight and there was no exchange see we became a, a society addicted to games and became a sottish children like was said about israel you're a sottish children meaning a silly silly foolish society that loved comedy and loved pleasure and loved games and our drug addictions and loved frivolities and finance and bad food and bad choices more than we were lovers of God.
Can you not see that all forms have been given to us of, of carnality to uh, control and uh, devastate our lives away from the truth in Christ? This is, this is what has been given in the system of fabricated sensual lifestyles. Can you not see with me? And I beg you for this. The lie that has stolen away your energies. The lies that have stolen away your light. And given you a fake light, not a true light. The modern, excuse me, the modern education system in all its forms has been corrupted. Why? Because it's propped up by a pharmaceutically based uh, minion. The education of even modern medicine is propped up by pharmaceutical powerhouses. So everything that we're dealing with from the top to the bottom, that's why I think one of the prophets said about Israel, the whole head is, the whole is sick from the head to the top to the bottom of the foot. The mind is corrupt. How can I tell? How can I tell? Well, if you plant a garden, you see good fruit coming from that garden. You know that it's a good soil. There's good plants. There's good fruit. But I'm telling you right now, the entire system that we're seeing is producing a crop of corruption. Gardens of noxious weeds, gardens that should be refused, gardens of rebellion and lawlessness. Um, but I, I, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm just preaching to the choir. Sometimes I feel like I'm preaching on the top of a roof like a little birdie tweeting. Uh, but it's, it's, it's destroying... Uh, it's destroying the very fabric of our life. I keep going over that, and we need to reverse the system. We need to bring it back to center of God's word, and we need to follow it and obey it. And, and what, he, what did Jesus require um, to repent and believe? Whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is something I'm going to keep advocating. Repent and believe. See yourself as a sinner. See yourself as one that has been a rebel against righteousness. Uh, if you're going to rebel against something, rebel against evil. The days are uh, coming to a close of this earth, I believe. Uh, Enoch gave us 10 weeks, and I believe 10 weeks in seven parts. And I believe, uh, according to God's word and my study, that we are in the 10th week. And um, that means we have a short time. Um, and never before have I felt this in all my life until I saw some of the writings of old and really did the math and put things together. And we are in the last hour and you know, when the, the ten virgins um, in Matthew 25 were given lamps, five had oil in them and five had no oil. And the five with oil were ready for the bridegroom to come. And when the door was opened, they went in. But the five that didn't have oil, which is a picture of the Holy Spirit, that didn't have oil in their lamps, but were faking it, ask those that had oil in their lamps, those other five, hey, can I get some of yours? And they're like, no, go to the go to the guy that sells it. So they left. And while they left to buy their oil, see, the, the Holy Spirit is not uh, gotten by buying of man and man's works. The Holy Spirit is gifted and given by the power of God. And those that had oil in their lamps, meaning their their temple was full of light by the power of the Holy Spirit, when the, when the cry came and the, the bridegroom came, uh, which is a picture of Christ coming to get his people, the door was opened and they went in. And those that went to buy oil, they were a little late. It was shut pretty quick. And, and he came at an hour when they didn't think. And he came in the, the Bible says, in the midnight hour. Now, what is midnight a picture of? Midnight is a picture of darkness, the middle of the night, a dark point of night. 
So in the darkest hour, when men don't think it's going to happen, is when the Lord is going to return, and he is going to return, and those that have the Holy Spirit is who he's gathering. So we, we look at these things, and we're seeing how the Lord is dealing with the situation in every generation. This is his story. It's His story has been written by him, and sometimes corrupt minds like to rewrite it and change it and corrupt and pervert it um, and turn on one another and create uh, confusion. That's the wicked one's way. But we keep the Lord's word, and, and this is what I would say to you all, we keep the Lord's word uh, as it was delivered to us and as it is in its purity and simple form, and we do not change. Cursed are those that change and add to it. That's what the scripture says. Let them be, let them be cursed that change and add to the words of the Lord. So when we look at what is going on in America, and we look at what uh, the poor and the, the, the out of the way are going through, what we need to understand is they've also been in our society, each one of us have also been manipulated in this never ending um, acquiring of wealth. Get this job, get this pension, get this pay, get this money, and get this stuff. And that fault science and materialism um, breeds this uh, portion of the uh, of the children of that uh, couple together um, brings forth this type of uh, um, end result with these children to always continually before them give them this concept of money, wealth, and power, gold, silver. This is, if you do this, we'll give you this. And so in a way it controls people so that each individual is a subject to a banking system. And as each one of them are, are subject to a banking system, this is just another way for them to uh, control the outcome. Because everybody in the system, well, we can't go without the job. Are you going to try to overthrow the system? Are you going to try to overthrow? I've heard this said for years. Well, I, I mean, we're all in it. We all have to do it. Of course we are. Uh, Jesus even said, render unto Caesars the things that are Caesars and unto God the things that are God. But when we deal with the temple of God, Caesars funds should not be in it. Uh, the banking system should not be in it. It should not control the heart of man. The temple of God is holy. Which temple are you? Are you controlled by the covetous practices of a banking system? See, that's how the masses work. They work with a fleshly, earthly system of physical. And it always works well with those dead spiritually. They need a physical reward. And the physical reward often is covetousness and banking systems, gold and silver and finance. That's what controls the masses. But to the children of God? We should not be controlled. That's why by wealth, by power, because Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but what I have that I give you. He had the power of the Holy Spirit to bring that man to life and to health and to joy. This is what the men of God today are still saying. I don't have anything I can give you. I'm going to tell you what, what I could give you. James Schultz here today would try to give you is listen, 
If you follow Christ in this world, you'll have tribulation. But be of good cheer. He said, I've overcome the world. Follow Christ. He had bloodshed. He had murder. He had liars towards him. He had wicked men try to kill him. He was uh, abused. He was buffeted. He was spit upon. He was chased from city to city. He was hated by men and women. He was despised. He had th stones thrown at him. He suffered in so many areas, persecuted by everything, even his own countrymen. And the very ones that should have loved him at his uh, arrival killed him. So, whoa, that's what I get out of this whole deal? Well, when that thief died on the cross next to him, he said, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. So the reward for the people of God is eternal life. And there is nothing greater than that. So if you want wealth of men, there's plenty of ways for you to go get it. If you want wealth to prop your life up, then there's plenty of ways to get it. But at Hunting Under Heaven, I'm trying to teach you about a spiritual wealth uh, um, that blesses the physical, that blesses the family, that blesses the enjoyments of life, the creativity of life. At Hunting Under Heaven, this is what my goal was today through this series. This is the fourth part to bring to your attention some of the obstacles we face and say there really is a problem. We really do have a great enemy against our soul that the fallen angels that Enoch spoke about uh, that have a hatred towards God and us. If the temple of God is within you, they hate that temple. So with much aloha, love, grace, and peace and joy by the power of Jesus Christ in our hearts, I say this today, much aloha and blessings to you all. All right.